Hey, what's happening, Citywide fam? It's uh, just Mitch here. I'm coming at you solo. This is episode one of two. Uh, We're talking about getting the budget from an OS perspective. Now, at first glance, getting the budget and asking for the budget, it can feel uncomfortable. I totally get it. The first time or two that you use this tactic or you use this tool, you might feel a little weird about it. I'm not going to lie to you, but I promise the more you use it, the easier it'll become. Uh, another option just to get comfortable with it is make your DOO go with you and help you get a budget the first time so you can see it happen, see it work itself out, and that'll help make you comfortable. But today we're going to break down a little bit about why we ask, how we ask, and how to recover if you don't get the answer that you want or you don't get an answer at all on the budget. So let's just jump right in. Uh, there's no hiding. It might seem odd to ask for the budget, especially if you've never done it before, whether it's here as an ops person or somewhere else in a previous sales role. Um, but here's the deal. I get that at first glance, the service should cost whatever it costs. And if it fits their budget, they'll just say yes, right? And if it doesn't, they'll tell us no. I get it. It might feel odd to ask them to give us their budget up front because we might have uh, head trash where we're sitting here thinking, well, the client might be thinking we're just making our price fit their budget, which means their budget could be 10000 and the service really only costs 7000 So we raise our price to 10000 They win because it's in their budget and we win because we get higher profit. On the flip side, if they give us a budget that's low, we could just be saying we can do it for that and then not fulfill the service. I'm telling you, I wouldn't let this head trash get in the way. There's a lot more nuance and a lot more reason that people ask for the budget. So let me give you an example in a uh, non-cleaning or non-building maintenance related industry. We've all gone out and bought a car before. I want you to imagine you walk into a Ford dealership, salesperson walks up to you and they ask you, hey, uh, what brings you in today? You say, you know, I'm looking for a sedan. End of story. A good salesperson is going to ask you a bunch of questions. A bad salesperson is going to walk you around and show you a Ford Focus hatchback, a Ford Focus four-door, a four-door hatchback or four-door in a hybrid, a four-door fusion, a four-door hybrid fusion, a four-door plug-in hybrid fusion. They might show you a four-door Ford Taurus select. They might show you a four-door all-wheel drive. They might show you a four-door, what's that one called? The SHO, the show, the fast one, right? But the problem is if they would have just said, hey, before we go look at sedans, I could show you a whole bunch of them. What's your budget? That's it. What's your budget? Now, the only nuance to that question you might get from a car dealership is what's your budget in total or what's your budget per month? Do you have a trade in? What's that rough trade value at? Then they narrow it down to understand, are you a Ford Focus hatchback $12,000 used client or are you possibly a Ford uh, Taurus SHO all-wheel drive uh, limited edition client, or are you somewhere in between? So asking the budget helps us as salespeople get an idea of where they go, where they land, and where we should guide them. Now, once we niche in on what their budget is, we can tell them, hey, if your budget was a little bit higher, we could do this. Um, If you want to save a little bit of money, you could do that, right? But at the end of the day, this is why we ask the budget is to get some guardrails on whereabouts they might land. So by doing this, it gives us a range for the level of service that we need to be able to perform. So if it's carpet cleaning, uh, we can give them a really basic clean, or we can give them a super deep clean, or we tell them straight up, you know, uh, your budget's only 500 bucks. This is at least two grand worth of carpet cleaning. Does it make sense to continue the conversation here? Is that really your budget or would you be able to increase it uh, to a more realistic one for what this level of service is that you want? Another good example would be if they were doing like a parking lot seal coat or upgrade. If they give us a budget of 50,000 bucks, but before we even walked in the door, we knew the work was somewhere between 80 and 100 grand, depending on what uh, they wanted. 
now we at least know if we should increase that discussion or not. So at the end of the day, we could say something like, hey, if your budget's really 50 grand, we might not want to invest much more time in this discussion about your parking lot because realistically the work's going to be somewhere between 80 and 100 grand depending on what you want. Is 50 really your number or do you think um, we could maybe get that budget to bump up based on what market value is? All right, so next up, how do we ask for the budget? If you ask Tyler Olson this question when he sells janitorial services, uh, they go out on a proposal, they've met, or, or I'm sorry, they go out on a building survey, they've never met the client before, they build their report up for a little while, and somewhere towards the end, Tyler just asks them straight up, hey, what do you have budgeted for cleaning like this? That's it. He shuts his mouth and he listens. Depending on how they answer, he tweaks his responses and his follow-ups, and we're no different. I'll ask a very similar question. I might say just straight up, hey, do you have a budget for this parking lot proposal before I come out to meet with you? That might even be over the phone. Or if it first comes up during a discussion with the client in person and we're going to meet about this parking lot at a future date, I might ask them right then and there, hey, did you have a budget for this before I plan to come out or bring my rep out that we partner with on things like this and see what they say? Um, Another way I'd ask it is, hey, did you have an idea of what you're expecting to spend on something like this? Pretty similar, simple, gets the point across. And then I just answer accordingly. They might answer one of a few ways. They might say, yeah, my budget's 50000 or you know, we're not really sure, um, but to be honest with you, I, I can't tell you what my budget is because that wouldn't be you giving me an honest bid. Another answer could be something along the lines of, I just bring it to my boss and uh, they decide if we're going to do it or not. So let's address these couple of things. So first, maybe they give us the budget right off the bat. We kind of already worked on that a little bit. We hopefully have an idea if we can meet the budget, if we can exceed the budget, um, or if we need them to stretch their budget. That's pretty straightforward and pretty easy. But if they say, oh, I couldn't tell you that, then you wouldn't be giving me an honest bid. That's when you kind of empathize and just say, hey, I get why your thought process kind of lands there. I I totally get it. Um, Let me help you understand why I'm asking for the budget. There's several ways we could look at a project like this. I could see someone coming in and, you know, bidding this as low as X and as high as Y. And that's going to vary in price for several different reasons. But honestly, there's some different ways we could attack a project like this. So does that help you understand why I'm asking for your budget? Can you give me at least an idea of where you're sitting? And and they may or may not help you at that point or give you something. If they still don't give you a budget, what I tend to like to say is, all right, I kind of gave you a little bit of a range earlier. Let's continue walking around looking at the project some more. And if I have an idea of where I think I'm going to fall, I'll kind of tell you that before I leave. And then we can follow up on it at another point. And that's where, once again, I'll hit them again and say, yeah, the more I look at this, this is somewhere between five and 8,000 bucks. I mean, is that in the range of what you're anticipating? And they still might not give you any, any indication. They might like that, hey, you looked at the project, you're in the ballpark, and they might say, you know, I, I, we were hoping for a little closer to that five number. That's a tad out of our, our plan. Boom, now we know their budget was four to 4,500. Um, you know, they might say, yeah, you know, you're, you're in there. Um, I've seen some bids right in the upper end of that range. Now we know we're closer to 7,500 out of 8,000, right? So we can kind of get some vibe there. They may just straight up tell you, you know, just give me your best and final when you're ready and we'll be good to go. And that's where I typically say, all right, sounds good. I got to finalize it anyways. These are just some estimates. I got to talk to my partners on this. And then once I get an idea of where we're at, I'll give you a holler before I send you the final proposal. That way you're setting up the next step, which we're not going to get into now. That's the money call. We'll get to that later. The last one is if they're going to just give it to their boss. All right. I don't like that at all because maybe we we should know the boss, but maybe we don't. Or maybe it's a different decision maker than who you know for other reasons. The key is if they're going to uh, give it to a boss and that boss 
approves or doesn't approve, the boss just might not have given your contact a budget. Then it might make sense to say, hey, would it be all right if we swung by his or her office real quick? I'd like to check in with them just real fast to say hi, introduce myself. And that way, when I call you guys to present the pricing, we've at least seen each other face to face. When I swing by that office and get a chance to talk to that person, I'm going to bring up budget and just say, hey, uh, I just got done meeting with so-and-so on this. Uh, Project looks great. Did you have a budget for this, by the way? And just play dumb like you didn't even ask him or her that you were walking around with, right? And that boss might give you the budget on the spot. If they don't, follow all the other steps I just talked about and then get out of their office so you don't waste their time. Either way, if you don't get a budget uh, because the boss won't give you one or they don't have one, then we get to follow up on feeling out the price and feeling out the budget when we do the money call, which comes in the next episode. So, all right, that's it. When it comes to asking for the budget, it's really not that complicated. You just have to ask, hey, do you have a budget for this? Or, hey, did you have an amount in mind that you were thinking this might cost? And a follow-up of, if it fell somewhere in this range, is that in the range or in the world of what you're expecting? Things along those lines. So uh, next up, we're going to do the money call episode. Please make sure you listen to that one either right after this or maybe give it a night. Listen to it tomorrow with fresh ears and be ready to roll. I think that's it for the budget episode. Thank you so much for listening. I do believe this will give you a much better shot at success. So we will catch you in the next episode.